Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. No, it's called The Dictionary. I've changed my audio settings a little bit on uh, this audio recorder. Uh, You are probably not going to hear anything different. Uh, I am probably not going to hear anything different, but it's an experiment. All right, let's get to the words. We are at the top of page 72. And the first word, I put word in quotes, is the phrase as far as. And this is uh, the first form. It is a conjunction from the 14th century. To the extent or degree that. And it just ends there. Uh, As in, we have an example. Is safe as far as we know. What is it? Is it safe? Is it not safe? They shall find out. It is often used in expressions like, as far as something goes. And something is in parentheses. Um, Also, it is used in expressions like, as far as something is concerned, uh, to mean with regard to something. As in, we felt pretty safe as far as the fire was concerned. And that is a quote from Mark Twain. Uh could also be used in expressions like as far as something is concerned to mean in someone's opinion. Oh, I said that wrong. As far as someone is concerned to mean in someone's opinion. As in, as far as I'm concerned, it's a mistake. And doing this podcast was probably a mistake. And now we have the second form of uh, as far as. It is a preposition from 1523. And apologies uh, if that last one was off the rails, because that was a very, very weird definition. Uh, I've never seen anything quite like that. All right, this one says, with regard to, and we have the synonym concerning, as in neatly groomed and, as far as clothes, casual looking. And that is from the New York Times. Also as in, as far as being mentioned in the Ten Commandments, I think it is. And that is from... The wonderful, wonderful Billy Graham. Uh, I hope you heard that that was sarcastic. And it says it is chiefly in oral use. Now we have the phrase as for. This is a preposition from the 15th century. With regard to, uh, same as the last one. Synonym is concerning, same as the last one. As in, as for the others, they'll arrive later. Why are they late? Now we have Asgard, A-S-G-A-R-D with a capital A. You Marvel movie watchers and comic book readers will be familiar with this, and I have a feeling many of you other people will be familiar with this as well. This is a noun from 1806, the home of the Norse gods. So obviously you don't have to watch movies or read comics to know what Asgard is, but if you are familiar at all with Norse gods... That's Asgard. Uh, Next, we have A-S-G-D. This is an abbreviation for the word assigned. Next, we have Ash, A-S-H. First form of three. This is a noun from uh, before the 12th century. One, any of a genus of trees of the olive family with pinnate leaves or pinnate, uh, thin furrowed bark and gray branchlets. Number two, the tough elastic wood of an ash. Number three, uh, let's see, it gives me a little extra um, etymology, which I will come back to. So number three, the name of the, no, uh, the ligature, A-E, 
used in Old English and some phonetic alphabets to represent a low front vowel. All right, so we'll come back to that. Uh, let's see, the etymology is from Middle English, uh, ash, A-S-S-H-E, which is from the Old English, I'm assuming it's pronounced ash, but I'm not sure. It is spelled A-E-S-E. I think that's an E or a C. It's actually kind of hard to tell, uh, but I think it's a C. And the A-E is combined. More on that later. You've probably seen that before. Um, and it is akin to the old high German ask, A-S-K, which means ash, from the Latin ornus, which means mountain ash. And uh, there is a picture of the first definition of the first form of ash. Uh, that is the uh, the olive thing from the olive family with pennant leaves, thin furrowed bark, and gray branchlets. Uh, so it just looks like uh, some leaves and unbudded flowers. Oh, and the genus for that one is Fraxinus, F-R-A-X-I-N-U-S. So now back to the third definition, um, the etymology, the extra etymology information. It says it's from Old English, A-E-S-C, that's the one that I read before, which is the name of the corresponding runic letter. Uh, There are old letters, characters called runes, and uh, this one I, well, it doesn't look like a rune that I've seen, but yes, I guess it's related somehow. Uh, so yeah, this is the 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 letter A-E combined into one letter. And uh, I don't know if I ever knew what that was called, but I guess it's called an ash. Uh, so yeah, learn something new. Next, we have the second form of ash. This is a noun from before the 12th century, one Something that symbolizes grief, repentance, or humiliation. 2a. The solid residue left when combustible material is thoroughly burned or is oxidized by chemical means. 2b. Fine particles of mineral matter from a volcanic vent. 3 is plural, so ashes. The remains of the dead human body after cremation or disintegration. 4 is also plural. Deathly pallor, P-A-L-L-O-R, as in the lip of ashes and the cheek of flame. And that is a quote from Lord Byron. Uh, I've heard his name. I don't know what he does. Is is he a a writer, a poet? Um, But that sounds very poetic. I should know what he does, but I don't. Number five is also plural, and we just have the synonym ruins. Ashless is an adjective. And let's see, similar etymology for the last one, uh, but it says there's more at the word arid, A-R-I-D. Now we have the third and final form of ash. This is a transitive verb from circa 1894, and it just means to convert into ash. Next we have ashamed. This is an adjective from before the 12th century. 1A, feeling shame, guilt, or disgrace. 1B, feeling inferior or unworthy. Two, restrained by anticipation of shame, as in, was ashamed to beg. Yep, I lost my place for a second. Ashamedly is an adverb. Uh, let's see. There, This is from the Old English askamad, which is from uh, askamian. I don't know how to pronounce these words, but I think that's a verb. Uh, that means to shame, 
And uh, let's see, from skamion, which means to shame. And there's more at the word abide and shame. And next is Ashanti. Ashanti has come back. I mentioned Ashanti a couple episodes ago. This is a noun from 1721. One, a member of a people of southern Ghana. Number two, the dialect of Akan spoke by the Ashanti people. Akan is A-K-A-N, and that very well may, may have been the word uh, that I read a long time ago where Ashanti came up. That would make sense. Uh, let's see, this is ultimately from the Twi word, T-W-I, um, Asante, A-S-A-N-T-E, and there are a couple accents over some vowels. Uh, I don't know what Twi is. It's uh, some language that I'll have to look up and see what that is. All right, how many more do we want to do? We'll do a few more. Next, we have Ash Blonde, A-S-H hyphen B-L-O-N-D, or you could throw an E at the end of blonde if you so wish. This is an adjective from 1865, pale or grayish blonde, as in ash blonde hair. My hair, what what would I call my hair? I've, I've always called it dirty blonde. It was blonde, very blonde when I was little, and then it got darker and darker, and now it's just sort of like a medium brown, I guess. Or a light brown, I don't know. Next, we have the word ashcan. Uh, let's see, this is, well, it's a capital A. It's all one word. I'm, of course, automatically think of trash can or a place to put cigarette ashes, but I don't think that's what it is. This is an adjective from 1939 of or relating to a group of 20th century American painters who depicted life, uh, sorry, who depicted city life realistically, uh, as in Ashcan School. I don't think I've ever heard of this before. I should ask my dad, who knows a lot about art and painters and painting styles and such. See if he's ever heard of this. Uh, let's see, 20th century. It doesn't say... Oh, 1939. So yeah, it's, it's a relatively early 20th century. You know what's weird? We are only 20 years away from the year 2039, which is 100 years after that word. I don't know. I think about things like that sometimes. Like, I hear the word, or I hear... Um, something happened in the year 1880 and I think well I was born in 1980 a whole hundred years later and so they sort of looked at the world in relation to the the years and time and the centuries the same way that I do but of a completely different time that I cannot comprehend and they obviously could not comprehend what I am living through now anyway we're closer to 2039 than 1939 which was 80 years ago. Yeah. Okay, one more. Ash can. Two separate words. Uh, This is a noun from 1894. One, a metal receptacle for refuse. See, that's what I was thinking of before. Number two is slang, and it has uh, the synonym depth charge. All right, what is going to be the word of the episode? Um, Might need to go with Asgard because... Uh, if you've seen the movie, movies, it's uh, pretty beautiful up there. Well, at least it was. I don't know if it still is. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we'll just go with uh, Asgard. 
and I'll see if I can find a good picture. Also, I'll see if I can find a good picture of the ash uh, plant. All right, that is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening and hearing me talk weird things about years and such. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.